Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, 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 welcome to Chief Concerns, the last episode of 2020. It's our 10th episode, so we, we, we've been rolling, guys. Uh, we're here with our, our host, former tight end Jason Dunn and former quarterback Eric Warfield. And today we have an extra special guest to end 2020 with former Kansas City Chiefs defensive backs coach and current defensive coordinator for Virginia State, Vernon Dean. Coach, it's great to have you. It's good to be here, man. It's always good to, uh, to get together with some of the old fellas. Eric, you know, obviously I was in the room with Eric for three years and great player, outstanding person. Uh, I always tell people, you know, one of the best corners that I ever coached was, was Eric Warfield because he made it look so easy. It didn't seem like he wasn't trying. And, and I, I, I so wish it felt like that though, Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, he was the first guy that they ever saw. Just made it. He was just, he was just smooth. He was just smooth. He was like silky smooth, like like they talk about Marvin Gaye, silky, silky soul. You know, and, and uh, you know, it's always good seeing uh, Jason. You know, obviously, uh, after Jason left Kansas City uh, and we were down at Kentucky State, Jason came over and, and coached with us for three years. So I was able to develop a personal relationship and and find out more about Jason as a person versus player. Uh, and not only was he, uh, he was an outstanding player, but he's a better person than he was a player. So, uh, Jason, don't tell nobody I told you that. I, I won't, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 got, I got you a little tip after this is over, all right? So, appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> As we get into you know uh, 2021, I know 2020 was a was, was a long year for many reasons and stuff. Uh, but per personally, everyone's got their re resolutions for the following years. But what do you guys uh, do? You guys any have any specific resolutions for uh, 2021? Jason, do you want to start off there? Ooh, resolutions. You know what? To, to be honest with you, uh, it's is you know when getting up in age, it's all about just your health, right? Health, my longevity, and so. My, my resolution is try to work out four days out of the week and getting in at least about an hour, uh, eating right and just staying healthy. I mean, that's pretty much it. So, and, and some things I got on my plate, I want to make sure that I, I follow through with, uh, with my foundation even more and just reaching out in service. But that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Just more, be more concerned about my health, man. I've had, I mean, you, you would think that early 40s isn't that, isn't that old. And it isn't, but I've had uh, quite a few uh, high school uh, guys that I grew up with that have passed away. I've had a few guys from college that passed away. I've had a few guys that were with the Chiefs that have also passed away at an early age. So uh, I think uh, we kind of overlook some of the things that we eat, some of the things that we do as far as like, you know, trying to stay healthy and, and keeping our bodies nourished and uh, up to par to, to where we can uh, live a long, healthy life. But um you know, it's, it's sad to see those those young guys, um, you know, depart from us so early. So my thing is, you know, for myself and having back issues, I got to keep my weight around 200 pounds. Mm -hmm. Right now, I weighed in today at 220. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm 20 pounds heavy. So Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. So I, I got I got to mm -hmm. uh, at least keep it around the 200, 205. So mm -hmm. uh, if that, that's, you know, a case of me eating more healthy things, vegetables and whatever else. Then uh, that that's that's kind of my New Year's resolution for me, just staying healthy. Coach, well, uh, being that I've been around uh, these guys, uh, uh, Warfield talking about uh, in his twenties. Well, 
I'm 61, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm in the beginning of my sixties and, uh, uh, and we all played in a time where, uh, uh, I think with, with, uh, with JD and E, uh, I think that concussion product protocol, uh, had just, was just starting to come into place. Uh, but in the beginning of their careers, uh, if you got hit in the head, you went over to the sideline, they put one finger up the minute they put two, but they always put two finger up. But the minute you said you saw two fingers, you took your butt back in the game. Uh, and, and then, uh, and then in my case, you know, I played in the era when uh, everybody just took shots uh, because at that time uh, you didn't want to take any chance of somebody taking your position. So if you got injured, you didn't want somebody else to go in. And so you did whatever, you, whatever it took to, to play. And I said all that to say that back on me now, you know, because I have issues with my shoulders uh, and like Eric said, with my back, ankles or whatever, whatever injury I had, I'm having issues with it. Now, to answer your point about res resolutions, uh, I think all of us have more yesterdays than we do tomorrows, you know. So thinking of that, uh, you know, we, we should start thinking about healthy living. Uh, and, and then my, my thing is, you know, well, everything in a little moderation ain't, ain't going to really hurt you. You know, I mean, like, you know, hey, people say, hey, I'm not going to eat red meat. Well, heck, I know people that, that don't eat red meat that all of a sudden die. You know, so I, I just think if you do it in a little moderation, but I do agree with both of them. I think just I think more just of a, a healthy, uh, healthy lifestyle. And the biggest thing for me, if I can say uh, uh, New Year, New Year's resolution, I'm going to enjoy every minute of every day and not going to take a minute or one second for granted. And that's it. Yeah. There's solid takeaways there. Um, and I think with this year as well, you know, health's always one of those things that people, you know, put into the forefront when they do the resolution. But I think with this past year that we went through seeing the whole coronavirus and what, what, yeah. what, what that's done, I think that's made people even, you know, think about their health more, more so than ever. So that's one positive for, uh, everyone here um uh, eric uh, before we go move on to uh, chief concern one what was your playing weight back in the day what, what, what was your what was your main playing weight 212 215 so i was right around there okay okay yeah that was a big hey hey he was a big corner man oh i was <laughs> yeah he was a big corner man that's i mean why, hey, no, that's why no. that's why we had certain defenses where eric had to go man to man while we go zone on the other side so yeah no 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 he didn't like playing those zone now <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I remember he didn't like playing. No, no, no. I always thought I always thought if if Eric if Eric plays safety, man, he he still be playing. Oh, know? I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just because uh, your athleticism and and, and uh, you were willing, you were willing tackler, you know, which a lot of corners are not really willing tacklers, and which you were, and you were a good tackler. Vernon, I wouldn't trade much of what I did with my NFL career. You know, I, yeah. my entire life. I played safety, and oh, all yeah. of a sudden, I I got the call from Marty, and they said they're gonna move me to corner. So I I had never played corner my entire life. I never got cover a guy one on one until I got to Kansas City. Wow. Are you kidding? You know, yeah, wow. I was just yeah. fortunate enough. I got with James Hasty, I got with Mark McMillan and Dale Carter, and I had to learn from all three of those dudes, and they all got wow. three three different three different styles because they're all built differently. Well, and so I had to take something from each one of them and try to, you know, instill into my game. But, you know, a lot of people have no idea, like, the, the transformation I had to go through just to, to make that transition and to try to be a, a 
heck, at one point, the highest paid player on our defense. And so the thing that kind of made it easier for me was mainly when Vernon, when Vernon came, you know, Pete was the X's and O's. Pete was great at X's and O's. I'm not saying that that wasn't Vernon's point, but Vernon played the game. So Vernon saw it from a different point of view, and he could see it put me in different places, you know, give me a different point of view on, on things that he could see. So I, that's, you know, kind of where the – I I think that's when I ended up getting my big contracts when, when uh, Vernon came. So, uh, you know, it it, it, it it made a transition in my life to where I understood and I saw more that I understood a lot more also. But there was so much of that game, man, that I, I didn't understand as a corner because I had never done it. That was, that was my first time playing with the Chiefs at playing corner. Wow. Well, I tell you what, now, now that you said that, man, you can sit my you can go ahead and sit my little little percentage. <laughs> so I, was gonna, I was gonna say that too. Like hey, you didn't break off the check. Wait, 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 hey, what my Rolex so watch at, man? What my watch at, man? I'm gonna be wearing my bottle. I should be wearing Rolex. <laughs> That's my golf fund, man. <laughs> uh, man, hey, that's, that's a good story, man. I mean, you, you talked about First off, the three guys that helped you out, just making that transition. But it also goes into, man, your, your athletic ability. And I think it's one thing that we always, always talk about, about how athletic he was playing out there. And that's what Byrne was talking about, like just being silky. Because you did just make it look easy, man, because you were just an athlete, pure athlete out there, man. But, you know, it's true. I told you, you had that Brinks truck, man. We brought the Brinks truck to you. You know, <laughs> I loaded the money for you. <laughs> Well, and growing up, that was one thing that was when I learned that uh, Eric was a seventh round draft pick, I was thought it was like badass because, you know, as a fan, we see those seventh round draft picks. Generally, they don't, a lot of those guys don't pan out in the league and become the number one cornerback for your, for your favorite team. And once I found that about Eric, I was like, damn, man, I was like, I was, uh, I was a young kid. I got the, uh, I got the Eric Warfield, uh, Nebraska rookie card. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Um, but uh, so we're, we're going to go into chief concern number one. And uh, one of the guys actually who's, who actually made a difference in this game last Sunday was Legereus Steed, who was a safety, now playing cornerback for us. And he's, make, he's paying off dividends for our defense. Uh, but this game, it was another nail biter. I know J Jason doesn't like calling the games we've had nail biters recently, but it's the sixth or what, seventh, seventh game uh, in the last. Uh, last seven games are winning streak where we've won by six points or less. Uh, but this week we uh, clinched the one seed and the buy in the, in the AFC. Uh, what was your kind of big takeaway from this game? Coach, I'll, I'll start with you. Well, 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 first off, you really can't, can't ever, you know, count the chiefs out. Uh, I mean, they have tremendous athletes all over the field, offensively and defensively. So, uh, I, I mean, it, it's, uh, uh, I mean, if, if I turn the TV on and, and uh, I see the score is is 17-10, uh, uh, it's the fourth quarter, it's six minutes left, I'm not worried. I'm not worried because they got players. And, you know, sometimes sometimes it just takes uh, – I mean, the game is 60 minutes. You know, it's 60 minutes for a reason. You know, I mean, it's not 45 minutes, it's 60 minutes. So – you can, you know, not be on your game uh, for three quarters, and in the fourth quarter, you can just light it up. Uh, I mean, that that's happened when I was with the Chiefs. So anytime you got a, a great players uh, like Patrick Mahomes and, and the athletes that he got around him, uh, I mean, they can they they can make a play happen in, in any minute. So uh, I mean, to answer your question, uh, I mean, they just they just always a threat to 
to score at any time. So, uh, I, you know, I never really worry about them, honestly. And now as a fan, because I'm not coaching in the NFL, so I don't have a dog in this race. And then my team, the Redskins, they they like trash, right? Well, I'm, I shouldn't say that. They're really good defensively. They have some concerns offensively, but they are a really good defensive team. Uh, so I don't really have a dog in this race. Uh, so I'm just a fan and looking at, at the Chiefs now, man, they, they are, I mean, they're dangerous on offense. They got players on defense. They can make plays. Uh, I mean, hell, uh, you, I mean, the name of the, the, the show is Chief Concern, but me as, a, as just a fan, I don't have no concerns at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, and we speak about it every week. We kind of point out what we see that, that, that could be a problem within the season, especially going into the playoffs. But it's so hard to, like, to dwell on it because you know at any point, you know, we have been down that entire game. And when we need the touchdown, we got the touchdown. So it's like when, when, when our back's up against the wall, we know how to come out fighting. We know how to put up the points. It may look the, – the game might look bad throughout, like Vernon said, for maybe 58, 50, 59 minutes of that 60. And we only need that one minute to put us back in that game. So um, would, would you hate to see it always come down to that last minute? No, but, you know, it's, it's been that way. But uh, it's hard to lose confidence when you've always seen this team rise above the top uh, – rise and come out the top. J.D.? You know what? It's you know it's good saying that you know during the season, and, and I get the whole point of you know it being sixty minutes, uh, but but now things start becoming tougher, right? And, and, and the only concern comes in it's the same thing when you get down in the red zone scoring points. And so when you get down that way, I mean you got to come away with points, and you can't throw interceptions, and you, you just got to be able to score. So they have the ability. We know this at any time, like you said, to, to score and, and, and whatnot. But sometimes you see them kind of play down to this competition, right? I, I think they know they handily had a game, you know, the last two games of the season. Everybody's thinking about their rest. They, they are. They're thinking about this last game, getting the rest, and getting into the playoffs. So mentally, I think you start shutting down a little bit too. I, that's, that's kind of part of it, right? Because she's like, look, I'm trying to stay safe. I'm shutting down because I know I'm trying to make this thing a long haul. We're trying to win the, the whole thing. This game against Atlanta, didn't really cost anything. It wasn't a big deal. So possibly the energy wasn't there as much, but still the concern for me, being a professional, is still scoring points in the red zone. So that's the only thing that, that comes to my mind and I think have to do a much better job of doing, uh, especially when it comes down, when everything is going to start counting, you know, when you get into playoffs. Yeah, and, and that kind of leads into our second concern you guys both kind of mentioned I guess kind of not feeling this like you're not scared when it comes down to a minute left and we're down, but it, it's weird because I feel like as a fan, just seeing this game, it looks like we're kind of coasting, you know, trying these like cute gimmicky plays where Mahomes is going out for a bomb and Watkins is throwing it to him. Um, but when we get down and I was watching the game, I told my brother, I was like, I was like, honestly, I, I hope Atlanta scores on this drive. So we I come out with some urgency and actually score a touchdown instead of doing these, you know, cutesy plays. They scored and we come down and we take, we take a 17 to 14 lead. So it, it's, what's it tell you about the team that when we do need to get points in what two minutes left, three minutes left, we'll get those points. What does it tell you about us? Or, and is that a concern going forward? Uh, I mean, well, when they pull it out, it's, it's, it, 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 I mean, it shows you what kind of strength that you have offensively. 
you know, that you're able to put up the points when you need it. Uh, so that's what it shows me is like, when you know, like I said earlier, when your back's against the wall, you're going to come out fighting. And, uh, you know, like you said, if they haven't scored a touchdown, we could still be out there just, you know, gimmicking around with uh, creating plays to try to make stuff up, uh, just to get points. And yet when we really need it, we go down there and make it look easy. And yet throughout the entire game, it's like we struggle. We put ourselves in a bad position with, you know, a, a bad throw here, a bad route here, or, or a bad call. And all of a sudden, when, it, when we really need it, we find ways to drive the length of the field with the ease and, and put it in the end zone. But during the regulation of the game, it's like, like you said, we're just out there just fooling around and, I don't know, just trying to pass time by, it seems like. You know, I look at it, man. We, we, we're we the best two-minute team in football, without a doubt. When you need a score, you need something, the absolute best, bar none, not even close. And so it, it shows you that, yeah, these guys have confidence. You got the weapons around you. And so it just kind of takes a look. Okay, look, we're going to get this done. Let's go down here and score. And you see how easy it was done. It's like, where was this the entire game, right? Yeah. So I, I think part of it was just the low energy that the guys were just having you know, pit them around with this team that, you know, okay, let's come out here and just kind of, you know, come out and just play. But it, it, it's, it just shows you how dangerous the offense really is. So you could just hope to contain this offense. You can't stop it. Let's just try to contain it as much as possible. That's always going to be a challenge week in and week out. But, man, we've got those guys back there and 15 is back there throwing the football. Sure, you don't want nobody better back there. Than he. I, I don't see it. Coach? You know, yeah, uh, uh, one thing about football, football is situational football. And uh, most teams that are really good, uh, they practice different situations. Uh, and uh, it, it's, uh, it's kind of funny that, that Jason said that, uh, but in a two minute offense, the energy level raises, you know, because typically in two minutes, uh, it's two minutes before halftime, which is totally different. You could be up a score, <laughs> or you could be down two scores and you just need to get a score, you know, just to have momentum going in the second half. But in the end, at the end of the game, you know, two-minute offense, it's a lot of energy. The urgency is there because you know it's only two minutes left. Uh, and those situations are always practiced. Uh, and, and, and I'm sure Andy Reid probably touches on that uh, in, in those situations, uh, in that situation, at least a couple times a week. I know – I know he probably does it uh, one time during the week, and and I'm sure he does it uh, uh, as a walkthrough the day before they travel on a Saturday. Oh, every day, every day we was doing it. It was yeah. always, I mean, you had to do it. Uh, you know, it, it, you know, Wednesday you come out there. It was always like you said, scenarios, just working through it, yeah. right? Yeah, working with situations, situation football. So yeah, it, it, I mean that's 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 a part of the things that you do, but you just know that you look, you got all those motor cars right there. We talk about, I mean, you got a Lamborghini or Porsche, you know, I mean, take your pick, right? <laughs> what you want to get in today and drive. So, you know, who's going to eat today. Yeah. So uh, it, it's, it's a good place to be at right now. Trust uh, me. See, see that, see that, see that's, hey boss, that's the difference in time. See Eric and uh, JD, they talk about Lamborghinis, Porsche, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'll probably sit up and say, hey man, a, 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 a Nissan, what do they call that? A, 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 a Cadillac. A Z. Yeah, a Cadillac. 
Y'all talking about Lamborghini Port. I'm sitting over talking about a Cadillac. <laughs> that fifth wheel. A lot of times, brother. <laughs> Well, it's you know it's funny it's funny that you talk about you know the last seven games yeah everyone makes a big deal that we we've only won six points or less in those seven games but all those games we've won differently we've shown a variety of different ways we can win these games which a lot of these pundits out there who are all saying oh Buffalo Bills you know they're, they're the team to watch out for that's the best team in the AFC or the best team in the NFL you know forget about the win records uh, the the records of the teams we've played over the last seven you know, game span but the fact that we've won in different ways it wasn't all Mahomes you know throwing for 500 yards it was a variety of different ways to win these games so I think that's w- one way of looking at this seven game you know one silver lining of this seven game win streak um but uh next concern is a running game which on the show we've talked about that's being the concern for Jason um and Eric uh, Eric actually said that last week he called that uh Daryl Williams was going to be uh, kind of a, a key guy for us and it looked like he was the our main runner on us Sunday. He, he, I mean, he, he outcarried and outsnapped uh, uh, Le'Veon in that game. What did you see uh, from Daryl Williams in his expanded role, Eric, this past weekend? He, he knows the playbook, and he knows those players better than Le'Veon does. Le'Veon's first year here. He's not, he hasn't even had a full season. Yeah. And Daryl is coming off of a Super Bowl win season. So where, like I said, he was almost uh, the MVP of the Super Bowl game for what he did in that game. So he, he knows the, the playbook inside and out. It's just a matter – I don't know where he fell off at in the beginning of the season to where we felt like, you know, bringing in uh, Clyde, um, CEH. <laughs> but we ended up bringing in CEH. Oh. And then after the Raiders game, we felt like we needed uh, a better either backup or somebody that could really fill the role of, of the start running back. And so we go out and we get Le'Veon Bell. And right now – I think Le'Veon has taken over the, the the reins to be the guy to carry us throughout, especially with uh, CH's injury. So um, he, he's going to be that main guy. But again, Williams is one of those that's proven. And, and I, like I said, I don't know where he fell off at within the team uh, in a game or what practice to where they lost confidence in him. Uh, maybe it's a contract thing coming up. I don't know. But uh, I know from seeing him play, he, he, he has what it takes either – catching the ball out the backfield uh, or taking it through the gap. So he's a proven guy. JD. Yeah. You know, the thing is he's earned his stripes. Uh, Like you said, man, chemistry is key. So a guy, like you said, man, he, he, you know, he he told the drop for him last year to win the Super Bowl. And so a guy like that, you know, naturally he's already put into that, that place. Uh, Plus also too, when you're thinking about pass protection, right. It's very important protect your team back there. You got to protect it. And so Williams has a great job. It does a great job of, you know, picking out the linebackers and the safeties and understanding the scheme as far as the blocking. Uh, and also, too, I think they just want to kind of get him reinserted back into the offense, right, because he just really did have the uh, the carries. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I, I thought it had something to do wasn't it, with the COVID protocols or something that he was, he, he was kind of opting, didn't know if he wanted to opt in or out, or maybe his family had gotten uh, – uh, dealing with oh, you might be right. That might, I don't, I don't, you yeah, might be right. That, that was, that was, the, that was the reason. Yeah. And so, um, and, and I, I don't know the whole full extent of how, you know, the whole thing works, but apparently he was able to come back to the team and then get, you know, kind of work back, get into shape, you know, so he was just, he's just trying to catch up. So even, you know, in this time catching up, you got an established guy, right? With, yeah. Uh, C. Air coming in. 
And then, of course, Le'Veon comes in. He wants to see what he can do. Uh, but, you know, that concern is that the running game is always, you know, even if it's him, Le'Veon, it's, it's still going to be a concern. So I don't care how good you are uh, as a back. If the guys up front are not, not make, you know, making holes for you, if they ain't blocking the guys that they need to, then that's just going to be a problem. And, you know, to sustain in the playoffs, man, you got to have a running game. I, I keep reiterating the fact that these guys got to put their cleats in the, ground, in the ground and come off the football, period. That's it. Well, <laughs> well I'm, I'm going to give an answer from, from a different perspective. Uh, first off, we, we, we know J.D. was a tight end, but if you see how big he is now, he was only a few pounds lighter when he played. So really, he was offensive lineman. And, and, and just to, to make sure that in his mind, he could think he was a tight end, they said they'll throw him a ball once a game. <laughs> I love it. At least one. Give me one. So, hey, Give me a so, so, so he did get 16 targets a year. So they could say, so he could say he was a tight. But the reality right. was he's the offensive lineman. So, so uh, I, I think uh, I think I can I can give a different perspective, uh, mainly because uh, uh, I coach for the Chiefs, you know, and and for me, you know, as a coach, that was just a job because I've been coaching for 20 some years. You know, but uh, uh, they played for the Chiefs, and, and you can see uh, how they talk. Their, their passion is a little bit different than mine. Now, how, however, if we were to talk about the Redskins or whatever, my passion would probably be the same. Uh, but uh, Jason is is one hundred percent right. Uh, those years when I was in Washington, when we were fortunate enough to play in the Super Bowls, the one thing that we did have and always had, we had a outstanding running game uh and it wasn't it, and it wasn't uh something that uh uh it was like a one night stands thing no it was an all-time thing we did it all the time now uh one thing that i'm not gonna go against okay andy reed outstanding coach eric eric the enemy outstanding coach so i'm not gonna question what they're doing okay with the players now i know I know the kid from LSU, uh, the guy that Eric had a tough time saying his name. I even have a tougher time <laughs> saying his name, but he's an outstanding player. Le'Veon Bell, we all know what he's done in the past and what he brings to this team. Now, both of those guys are two different types of bats. So, so I mean, Le'Veon Bell is a more patient runner, uh, whether whether Edwards, Claire, whatever, he's a more powerful runner. So the running styles are a little different, uh, and and you know and right the other kid the weight was it Damon Williams is that his name or the Williams kid yeah yeah now the Williams kid he he had an outstanding season last year and there again when they drafted that kid to myself I was like wow do they really need him well you know putting on my coach's hat now uh, I'm not gonna question those guys so they saw something in him that could help the offense, offense go. And, and, and uh, both of you guys played against Andy Reid. So you know Andy Reid, and especially you, uh, uh, Eric, and you know Andy Reid, he can, he can think some stuff up. Yeah. So, so, so I think he know, he know what he's doing. Uh, but I know this. I know this. Uh, once, once you get into the playoffs, you're going to need to have some kind of running game. Yeah. Well, well, think about it, and, and it goes to the point of like, so Andy, look at the people he had the past few years. So he brings uh, 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 Shady McCoy, 
to the game, you know, to the team, try to revamp his career. Then they get Kareem Hunt, who was just killing it. You know what I'm saying? Was leading the league. Now, he, now, now, he was the guy. He was the guy. He was, he was the, the guy. guy. No doubt That's he right. was the guy. That's right. Uh, hey, 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 hey. You don't think in the draft they try to find somebody just like him? Hey, that's the reason they got uh, 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 Clyde Hilaire down to LSU, which was a great pick. So they still have they still have McCoy as well. Nah, is he still no, no. McCoy's gone. He's in Tampa. McCoy is in Tampa, right? Yeah, he's in Tampa. Okay, yeah, okay, all right. You know, you know, you know how you said early about those years that he just won't get paid. Like this sucker right here is riding out, man. Hey, hey, he's riding out. Hey, man, we all we've all been in those shoes. Yes, yes, sir. But hey, sometimes somebody, sometimes they ride me without the face mask off, don't they? <laughs> hey man, hey, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, hope, hopefully, and they say that Hilaire is supposed to come back in the playoffs. They say he's not done for the season, so hopefully we can get him back in the postseason. So that that'll give us kind of a you know a triple punch between Hilaire, Bell, and Daryl Williams, especially now that Daryl Williams is actually getting you know some an expanded role here, not just the third down back. Um, but so going looking ahead to uh, the week seventeen. Um, so over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about resting starters or not resting starters. Uh, so it looks like we're going to be resting a lot of our starters on uh, Sunday. Uh, Andy Reid, if you look at his history, he's been known to rest his guys when there is no seating to game uh, when it comes to week 17. From a player's point of view and a coach's point of view, what are the pros and cons to resting for two weeks? I'll let you all I, mean, I'll just... I want to hear the coach's perspective first, all right? I, okay. I want to hear the coach. Uh... <laughs> well, okay, well, 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 see, now, this is why I got a step on you. Uh, I think I've done this quite a few as a right. player, as a player. So, so let, let me, because you put it in my lap, I'm gonna give yes. a player's perspective first. Okay. So as, as a player, uh, it's no, it's no doubt you play 16 games and let's say if you 15 and one and the next closest person to you is 13 and three. You know, or if, let's say, excuse me, let me go back. Let me say you 14 and one, and the next per closest person to you is tw is is uh is 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 11 or or it's 12 and and whatever. You guys know the math. Yeah. 12 and 12 and yeah, three. Yeah. 12 and they 12 and three. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you lose, nobody's gonna catch you. So so if you have guys that are banged up, or if you you don't want to take a chance of of banging up Eric Warfield. Because you know you're going to get a bye week. So that's two weeks you're going to get a chance to rest. But you know you're probably going to have to face a guy like who's a really good receiver. I don't, you're going to have to face them Dallas receivers. You know, or you're going to have to face uh, them Kansas City Chiefs receivers. I'm just saying yeah. as another team, you right. got to face some really, really good receivers. If you're a linebacker, you got to face some really good run, running backs. If you're a defensive lineman, you got to face a really good offensive line or, or vice versa. You know, if you get a chance to rest those guys, first of all, it's not going to cost you anything. It's not going to cost you anything. Now, the guys that you're putting out there, trust me, every game, that's your resume. Every game is your resume. So those, those guys that you're putting out there, they're not going to go out there and just, you know, lay it. They're not going to do that. that. Put it this way. That's not their intention, you know. And you know, and everybody know that. Uh, what's I don't even know the backup quarterback in Kansas City. Everybody Andy. know he's not. Oh, who? Andy. What's, what's, Chad okay, Henning. Chad Chad Henning. Chad Henning. 
Chad Henney played in Carolina, right? Didn't he come from Carolina? Chad Henney came from Carolina. But anyway, Chad Henney is not Patrick Mahomes. Everybody know that. If they set the cheetah down and a couple of those other guys and let a couple of those specialties guys play, so be it. Let them play. Let them play. What's the big deal? They get some experience. You get a chance to see what you got on your roster. If you lose the game, it's not going to hurt you. But you're not going to prepare to lose because coaches never prepare to lose. They always prepare to win. And they're going to coach with the same intensity to win and prepare as though those other guys are playing. But if you got a chance to rest your stars, rest your stars. That's a good point. That's a good I point. Agree. I mean, you, you, you 15, 16, 17 weeks deep in the season, yeah. uh, your body's going to be beat up pretty good. No doubt. Uh, so to take that, those weeks of rest, that's, that's a big time relief. You know, I don't see anybody. I've never felt like I was out of shape after a bye week. I mean, it's mainly because after you come through, you know, you've gone through training camp, uh, you've gone through preseason, you've gone through four or five weeks in the season. That little week that you're getting off for a bye week, it really ain't gonna ain't gonna affect you that much. And you're only getting three uh, days off because you do practice a couple of days. Yeah. So I mean, as much as you we think to ourselves, like, okay, we're getting them a whole two weeks off. It is, you know, they're going to have some sort of training. I guarantee you they're going to be in the playbooks. Um, nobody's going to be taking no Vegas, Miami trips. Um, so it's, it's one of those to where this, this, this is a little bit more important than an in season bye week. Yeah. You know, this is one of those uh, playoff bye weeks to where you got, yeah. you really want to take the time that they're giving you yeah. to rest your body, to, to, to refurbish the things that you got going on up in your head about this playbook and about the season. Okay, so, I, so I'm going to play somewhat of the devil's advocate here, all right? Okay, so we, we, every, every team has different philosophies. Andy has a different philosophy from Belichick. Belichick doesn't rest his players. And we see how many Super Bowl he's won by doing it that way, right? Andy can't take away from his resume. Went to the uh, NFC Championship four times, you know, one Super Bowl, wins one last year. So everybody has different philosophies. My thing is this, if I see a team like the Raven who took that time off and come back and just absolutely stink it up from having that bye week and we're just rusty, everybody was yeah. just off key and wasn't it? And look, listen, look, let's, let's be honest here, all right? We've all played. We know that week that you're supposed to be practicing, you're coming out in flip-flops half the time. You ain't even, look, you ain't even spatting up. You ain't lacing <laughs> nothing up. You ain't doing no type of practicing like you usually do. We know that. Come you on, not. Baltimore ain't Kansas City, either. Jason. Huh? Baltimore is not Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. I, I, totally I, different game. Listen, look, I get that. I understand Baltimore is not Kansas City. But, hey, that guy back there is a bad boy, too, okay? When I seen him come out of that locker room against, uh, who was that? It's, he had a cape on. Cleveland. Okay? Cleveland, yeah. Yeah, that joke had a cape on when he came out. All right? So, <laughs> You know, he, I'm, he, I'm he, not taking anything from him. He's a, good, yeah. he's a great player. Nah. Yeah, he ain't. Special. He, he ain't no. He, he ain't no Patrick Mahomes. He, he's not. He's not. But, they, but ain't got no say, Tyre, they ain't got no Tyreek Hill. They ain't got no Travis Kelsey. Right. So, so what I'm saying is this, right? So, my 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 my, my mind said is this: if you're getting prepared, and like like Vern was saying, you know, you're always going to prepare to win the game, but. I see an aspect of the game that we're not really that good at is the running game, right? So I don't even care if, like, those guys, 
you never take off your, your D line and offensive line. You never take those guys out at all. I don't care what you do. All right. I I know yeah. Willie Rose took a few few all. Willie Rose. Yeah. Believe me, he had, he had to cry for it to be dead. Believe me. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, Will Shields. Huh? Will Shields. Hey, no, 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 hey. No, 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 see no. you talk. Yeah, see you talk. You talk about Dick Vermeil. That's a different animal, man. That's, that's what I'm saying is, but those are different animals. But those are still the star man. players, though. But, so okay, if, if Will yeah, Shields uh, and Willie Rowe yeah. want to take the yeah. week off, if they if they want to oh, yeah. take Wednesday, Thursday yeah. off and yeah. come practice Friday, well, and then well, walk through, well, they can do hold that. Up, hold up, hold up, dog. Will Shields took a couple damn Wednesdays off. He took a few Wednesdays off. But that's what I'm saying, though, Vernon. They they are able to do that. Jason, Jason, you saw wait, Will wait, Shield wait. take oh, Wednesdays off yourself. Bird, Bird, you know what? <laughs> hey, hey, you saw. I was down you... when they said Will Shield. Now, excuse me, Willie Rowe does not need to practice today. I was okay. there. All right, so so I'm gonna say this. All right, hey, hey and, and, and you taught me this. All right, don't use Willie Rowe and Will Shields in the same breath as this offensive line right here. <laughs> Just don't do it, okay? We, uh, we ain't gonna do uh, it. Don't, don't bring that back up on me, man. <laughs> hey, hey, look, I ain't taking up from these guys, but look, <laughs> Willie Rover, Willie, uh, and Will Shields ain't out there right now, okay? They, they not, yeah. all right? I got you. So, got you. Them, them guys got you. earned that, okay? We talking about Hall of Famers. They in, but, they but, in but also, we're talking, but we're talking about the same thing with the Chiefs, though. So, like, if you got a Tariq Hill and a, yeah. and a Travis Kelsey who's been balling out every week, yeah. You can just you can yeah. you can rest those guys. Val, valid point. I, I I get that absolutely. I do, and, and that's what Vern actually made me think about it a little bit more. Because yeah. I was like, uh, you know what? Because I remember when uh, we used to always tell Priest, like, look, we don't need Priest right now. We yeah. need Priest during the game, during the season. Yeah. You know, when G West took his head off, <laughs> Priest took his unstrapped his tear strap, took his head. <laughs> Priest was done. Hey, we didn't need him right there during uh, training camp. We need that joker doing the season, right? Doing the season is when we need it. And, and I get that point of it. So I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, it's different philosophy, different mindsets here. My thing is this. I said the week before, you play them maybe, a, 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 you know, a couple of series, man, shut it down. Yeah. yeah. Put yeah. On, shut it down. Yeah. At least come out here for a couple of series. Hey, sit back. You're done. Have that. Now, coach, you want to go in? Nope. Sit down. You're done. Right? So that's what it is. Hey, man, sit them boys down. Sit down, man. Sit them I, down, I'm with man. you, Vern. You ain't, got, you ain't got nothing to lose, man. Sit them boys down, man. Get your butt ready. Get your butt ready, man. I hear you. Hey, I hear you. Man. Uh, I hear you. Get your butt ready, man. In, in return, uh, in return uh, if them boys uh, come out and ball, uh, then they're going to extend your career. Yeah. Now, say them boys but, come out and they get hurt, man. and if they trying to play, Man. And you had, you made them play or go out there and play. Okay, that's yeah. your line. That's your job on the line yeah. too. I, I get it, man. I, that, but every week we go out there with, with the with the uh, uh, the ability to get hurt. It, though, Jamie, but, it's every week. It's a, but, I but okay. So it, do they dress? Do you at least dress them? You put them in uniform at least, just to make it look uh, good. Just to make it look uh, good. Come on now. I, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, honestly. Honestly, if you're not gonna play, okay, let me say this. Let me say this. Okay. All right. Let's switch gears a little bit. Okay. And uh let's go to the NBA. And they're doing load management in the NBA. 
Okay, they're doing it for a reason. They're doing it for a reason. They're doing yeah. it for a reason. Now, 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 I, I know you say apples oranges. Now, you, 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 you come, come on back to the NFL. Trust me, man. Trust me. You've been banging for 16 weeks. You might have had your bye week four. Week four. So yeah. you've been you've been banging for 12 weeks straight, just banging. And you're offensive lineman. You've been banging. You know, uh, you getting treatment every day on your shoulder. You get treatment on your back every day. You sprain your ankle. You've been getting treatment. Man, part on that, man, coach. If I'm 100%, I don't care who you put out there. I'm going to kick his butt. I'm going to kick his butt. You rest that dude because you know what? You've seen him kick everybody's butt. And you know he's in shape. You know he ain't hanging out all night at the bar at the club. You know yeah. he ain't going to do that. So, hey, hey, and then look, now, and, yeah, now you look, can't do it. Well, I was going to say that little bug hanging out at the club has been going around now. Everybody been catching that little that little. Virus. No, 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 you good. No, nah, you ain't worried about them boys doing it. Yeah, nah, you don't have I, to I worry do. about it right now. Yeah, you yeah. good. Yeah. Nah, I'll rest I, I, so, I so you rest them, but do you at least dress them? Do you dress just to make it look good or what? Or no? Street clothes? If 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 if, if they're going to help you meet the numbers, yes, but if you don't need to, I wouldn't dress Patrick Mahomes. I wouldn't dress him. I mean, if he's not going to play, I wouldn't dress him. I say, man, it's y'all game. I mean, I'm not going to use him as the emergency quarterback. For what? I'm not going to do that. Now, during the week, am I going to let him practice? Yeah, I might let him practice and get some reps. Because right. I need to make sure that he's sharp. I'm not going to let him play. I'm not going to let him play. But he, okay. can get the same, he can get the same work in practice just to make sure he stays sharp. I mean, he can, he can do RVAs. Uh, and boss, if you don't know what that is, that's Rouse versus air. He can do Rouse versus air and stay sharp throwing. I mean, he can do a scramble drill in seven on seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he he can get his work and, and make sure he's sharp and his timing is okay, you know, but he don't need to be in the game. I mean, because first of all, who they playing? San Diego, right? Yeah, Chargers. 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 Okay. Uh, San Diego ain't got a goddamn, goddamn thing to lose. They ain't got nothing to lose. Right. Okay. Right. One of them boys come off the edge, and and uh, Mahomes is running a boot and pop him in the nose, pop yeah. him in the head. So so you know why risk it? Yeah, don't, but don't run no boot though. Hand the ball off. Goddamn, JD. Hand the ball off. Okay. Tiptoe, tip a couple times. Hand the ball off. Just, no. just don't play. Uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay, you like to drink, right? I'm saying you used to. You like yeah. to drink. Yeah. Okay. Now, and, and you say, okay, well, I want you to meet me at this bar, but you can't have nothing to drink. Why go to the bar? Right. Why go place to go hang out? I still want to see you. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, see, you know, see, see, JD, you, JD, you, JD, you impossible to talk to. Yeah, you impossible. Yeah, I'm just saying. You, yeah, but you argue for no reason. There's no, no reason no, for man. us to argue. No, no, hold on, hold on. No, seriously. There's no reason like for us to argue. No, 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 no. Seriously, look at it like this. Why right? would you? Why so, would you play Patrick Mahomes? Well, I'm saying this. It's it's worked up in New England, right? 
And I'm saying Patrick Mahomes come in for like one series. That's all. I'm not saying plays the whole game. I'm, I'm not asking him to come in and throw 40 times. That's it. I'm saying right. dress him out, okay. playing one little series, right. and sit his butt down. That's it. All right. All right, well, you you might you might be able to, but but this is my this is my thing, okay. I'm a player, I'm a baller, man. How in the heck am I gonna get ready to play one series? That's a hey, you got to do it. Hey, look, how many? Hey, how many? Hey, 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 you would okay. do anything to ask. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, hey, Warfield, let's go back to preseason. Okay, when we used to come to y'all and say, hey man, hey, all you gonna do is play two series. In your mind, you like, damn, coach, are you serious? Two series? <laughs> what the hell two series gonna do for me? Nothing. Fuck, I, fuck, I might, I might as well not even play. Don't even just pad it up. Not even play. Yeah, right. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't, yeah, it ain't, yeah, no shit. I might as well not even get taped. What's the point? <laughs> shit, he, he was probably asking, said, why are we doing two series? Shit, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> why are we doing two? No, nah, no. Nah, actually, actually, he didn't mind playing in preseason. Nah, I didn't mind at all. <laughs> nah, he didn't mind. At least not playing the first quarter. After that, uh, I, I remember one time, I remember one game, Dexter was playing. Dexter was like, damn, Vern, why are we still playing? Yeah. <laughs> 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 now, you know, Dexter was quick to say, hey, man, Vern, why are we still playing, man? It's <laughs> the third quarter, man. Say, bro, you got to ask Coach Bill. <laughs> Uh, just but based on uh, Andy Reid's history with the Chiefs, at least uh, 2013 is the year uh, I think we clinched the two seed, I believe, or at the two or three seed. Uh, but uh, Alex Smith, Jamal Charles, and Dwayne Bowe all sat out that game. Uh, they they didn't even dress up that game. So, I mean, so we'll, we'll probably see Mahomes not dressed out, and wh- whoever else is sitting out probably not dressed out at all. Um, just ba- just based on his history. Um, how they how they do that year. That was that was the uh, Andrew Luck year where Andrew Luck uh, had the uh, the that thirty six hey, uh, comeback. Hey, hold on for a second. Hold on a second. Okay, you said Alex Smith. What's the what's the boy named Jamal Charles? Dwayne what's the other Bo. guy named Bo. Dwayne Bo. Dwayne Bo. Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, Tita. Them in the same breath. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. In the same <laughs> breath. All right, move on. That was hey, that was hey, that was get back with Jason. You don't mess right, with right. guys in the same breath. Now it's going back to Jason. Yeah, you don't do that. <laughs> and, and also, we're talking about load management. Um, it was over the offseason. I heard Doc Rivers because they asked him about uh, Joel Embiid having some load management games uh, this year and taking some games off. And he said, "Have you seen the way I walked?" He said, "I wish they had load management back when I played." Yeah. So. so yeah. Like yeah. See, Jason. See. See. See, see, Jason walking around talking all that crap, man. Give, give, give him a couple more years. Give him a couple more years. You understand? See, see, he, he, he had to get that surgery on his back. So yeah, so, yeah. So he, I, I remember he had to get that surgery on his back. So he's still feeling. But, 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 Jason, just hold on, brother. Hold on. Are you, are you kidding? Hold on. Look, listen, look. Being out there on that island ain't like being in the trenches, my brother. Okay. <laughs> look, y'all, look, y'all pretty boys, y'all pretty for a reason, okay? Look, hey, Marcus, all of them got that uh, million dollar smile. Look at them. Both of them get <laughs> I got I got like three caps on my front teeth, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying, to, trying to hold on to them. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, so our uh, our final segment before we head to the uh, the Chiefs Kingdom Concern segment is the um, so we're looking at the seating. So this weekend we're, we're going to be resting our starters because we're clinched. Yeah. Nothing matters anymore. But the rest, the two through seven, that's all still up in the air. They don't know who how everything's going to seed out. But going towards round two, what's the one team you guys don't don't think the Chiefs should want to play in round two of the playoffs? What's the one team that you're like looking at? You're like ah, that's I, I don't want to play them. I don't know. I, I think we got Baltimore's number. We got the upper yeah. hand on them. Um, right now, the scariest team for me is it was Tennessee. But if, you know, if you stop Derrick Henry, load the box on Derrick yeah. Henry. I think our secondary is good enough to stop theirs, and I don't think Tannehill is that good of a quarterback to where you can put that much faith in him. Cleveland, that two-headed monster they got, them both of the boys running the ball, like is that's that's a that's a dangerous team right there. If you can, it gives it gives Baker Mayfield some confidence. Uh, if Indy makes it, to me, Indy is the scariest team. They got a great defense, yeah. and Philip Rivers can get in rhythm and get hot and. I mean, I know he's known for his his, his bad plays, the throwing interceptions, yeah. but dude is a playmaker. JD, uh, you, you know what? I'm, I'm I'm gonna keep going back to uh, to Pittsburgh, and mm-hmm. to me, the factory is Big Ben, uh, and it's uh, uh, Thomas. I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, we're talking about seasoned guys, okay, that have a decent defense, the offense. You know, they, they, the last few weeks, they've been kind of sputtering here and there. But you know what? Yeah. That's the team that you don't want to see because then come playoff time, he's going to have them guys ready. He's going to have them ready. And so I would say it's, it's Pittsburgh and then, of course, yeah. like you said, Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. great defense. And then, like, yeah. two-headed monster, man, them, them boys are dangerous yeah. back there. Uh, I don't have a lot of uh, uh, faith in uh, Baker Mayfield. It's time to eat. Okay. Come here. Come here. We, we've had a problem running the football or, or stopping the run. So how how do you how do you manage to stop what's up little thing? Hey hey that's hey that's my it's it's my grandbaby man she told me came in she said pops it's time to eat so <laughs> oh. don't, don't go back let, let me finish say hi hi Mr. Warfield hi Mr. Don happy new year uh, uh, Jason you remember her right I sure you do you know, yeah, yeah, big. big I know her yeah. Yeah. The girl now, man. <laughs> she got her two twin brothers in there. Go on, go back in there. You know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but uh, uh, but I have to, I have to agree. Uh, I kind of agree with 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 both of them, both of you guys, a little bit. Uh, now, uh, with with Bill Belichick not being in the playoffs, uh, the next guy that for some reason he always gets his guys to play, and that's Mike Tomlin. His guys, yeah, he gets his guys to play, man. Now, uh, now the past couple of years, he hasn't had the threats. Now, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Since Antonio Brown has been gone, the offense really ain't been the same because they just don't have that one guy that, as 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 Warfield, you know what I'm talking about, that make DB's hamstrings shake. Yeah, you know, they, now they they don't have nobody that make DB's hamstrings shake. And uh, they have the kid from Kentucky, that running back. I thought the was his name Barry Snell. A uh, Benny Snell. Was, Benny yeah, Snell. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought he was pretty good, uh, and they stopped playing him. Now the one concern uh, that I do have on their defense is the fact that they don't have Bud Dupree. Now I don't know what I, I know. Bud Dupree got hurt, 
mm-hmm. and uh, he was one of their leaders. Uh, but it's just it's just something about Mike Tomlin in the playoffs. I think I think he can he can motivate his guys uh, to play. Now remember, this is just one game. It's it's a one game tournament. You playing one game. Uh, other than that. Uh, I don't think the uh, uh, the Ravens, if they get in, have the firepower. Uh, defensively, Eric, I think you're right. I think the Browns, the Browns probably have the best defense uh, as a whole that can line up and play with those guys. Uh, now, can Baker Mayfield do it offensively? Well, they might have some problems because uh, – Shoot, they got some COVID issues, and they got to win this week, and they do have mm-hmm. to play Pittsburgh, you know. And and, and so, you know, uh, now they lost, they lost, they lost, they lost, they lost to the Jets last week, right? To the Jets yeah, last yeah. week, yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, well, they had, well, they had all their receivers were out, so right, right. Yeah. But but to me, but to me, that's still that's still no excuse. Uh, so I, you know, I, I I don't know, man. If they can, if they can put it together. And get past Cleveland, which is the, the only real threat to me, like like Eric says, in Pittsburgh. I don't think there's no other threat in the AFC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None of you said Buffalo. I'm kind of surprised by that. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I ain't ready. I ain't, I'm not ready to crown Buffalo yet, man. No, nah, I mean, I, you know, so they play, they playing it, they playing. Now, look, okay, so lost to the Rams because yeah. that was that wasn't a pass interference. They really should have beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. And that was fourth down. That wasn't a pass interference. Uh and I just think they won they won some games at the end that they very well could have lost. Uh and then they playing in they playing in in AFC East. AFC East is not that strong this year. Mm-hmm. So I you know I don't know. I'm not now I, I tell you what now that quarterback is special, and he does have a special receiver. So, I mean, hell, you know, it, it, anything can happen. But I just don't – I think if you're going to get in a in a shooting match, which I think that's what, what it would be against Kansas City, you ain't going to win. You ain't going to win. You ain't going to win. Yeah. All right. It's just interesting because everyone this week has been crowning Buffalo as the best team in the NFL. So, it, it was just yeah. – and, and I, agree, I agree with you guys. I, I think right now everyone's kind of buying this six-game winning streak. If you look at their six-game winning streak, uh, the, the team, the opponents they played, I think the, I think the win-loss record, the, um, yeah. they play lesser opponents than we've played in our last seven games. So that's mm-hmm. something that people don't. They, they like to leave hey, that part hey, out of it. What's, what's the chief, the Chiefs record? It's 15-1? 14-1. They got the last one this week. It's 14-1, it's right? Yep. So they only lost one game, right? Ravens. To the, and, 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 and both of you guys know, because both of you not guys played eight, nine, ten years against the Raiders. It don't matter what the record is when you play the Raiders. You're right. Yeah. Matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That is always a tough, tough game. No yeah. fight. Period. Period. Personal. So, so you don't, you don't really, you don't really say say that. So. So okay, so they fourteen and one. Okay, so they beat everybody else, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a six yeah. game win streak. They right. beat everybody else except they lost one game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. 
<laughs> All right, so hey man, I I gotta go eat, man. So y'all need so, very good talk to you, man. Okay. Hey man, I appreciate it, coach. Yeah, I get back to you guys, man. I get back. All right, Thanks, man. Hey, me, you, here. Yeah, no doubt, man. Love you, man. Tell, hey, hey, send the family to love, man. Seriously, I will. I will. I will. All right. All right. Uh, so our last uh, segment before we end the show, before we say goodbye to 2020, um, is our last Chief Kids of Concern segment for this year. Um, and the first one goes to you, Eric. Uh, it's from S- at SI Chiefs. They tweeted, with the Chiefs playing to sit starters, rookie DN Mike Dana is preparing for more playing time as he's to make his first NFL start against the Chargers Sunday. Quote, I just know that when the door is knocking, I've got to answer, Dana said. Eric, what is your response to that tweet? He's 100% right. You know, with a lot of our guys being hurt, uh, Frank caught, Frank isn't playing as good as uh, you know as he was the year before. He's got a chance right now to to solidify something, you know, make his mark, and hopefully going into the next season, going into the the playoffs. You know, you never know. He could he could be one of those that that sparks it and uh, end up uh, having a big role in the playoffs. So when the opportunity's uh, given, take advantage of it. Awesome. All right, so our final Chiefs kid of concern before we end the uh, end the year here. Uh, it's for you, Jason. It's from it's actually CBS Sports Radio. as uh, a tweet. Uh, they tweeted: Super Bowl champion James Jones thinks the Chiefs should be quote very nervous about playing the Bills in the playoffs. And if Kansas City played Buffalo tomorrow, the Bills would win thirty five thirty one. We just kind of talked about that, but Jason, what is your thoughts to that? Uh, you know what? I, I, Buffalo's a good team. I'm not going to take anything away from them, and they, they have a great quarterback. Two good wide receivers, uh, decent defense, but I, I think that the Chiefs, without a doubt, would would beat them handily. I, I really do, uh, and I think part of that is just because of the magic of Mahomes in the offense. Uh, the defense will do just enough what they need to do uh, to win. Plus, I, I've seen you know Diggs kind of if you get up underneath him in his head a little bit and start like kind of hitting him and stuff like it, kind of take him out of the game a little bit. So I, Buffalo is a good team, but man, coming in to, to Arrowhead and, and even if you don't have a crowd, just coming to that stadium, you, you know how it is, just coming in and seeing the stadium and knowing all the, you know, the whole, uh, the majestic part of what the Chiefs represent is going to be hard to win. So I, I don't think the Bills would, would beat Kansas City at all. Matter of fact, I think the Chiefs would probably beat them by at least two touchdowns. I, I really believe that. Uh, and it's just because of the guys after winning the Super Bowl, you have a confidence about yourself, about doing that all over again. You can't let somebody come in and see you, especially during this time, especially when it's that close. So, yeah, Buffalo, good team, but not better than the Chiefs, no doubt. Yeah, you know, with that with that being said, like, for us to go out and run the ball to what we did against Buffalo, to not even need Patrick Mahomes that game, and we won that, you know, not even close. Um, so if we can go out there and establish a running game that we did, like, you know, and, and – to add Patrick and his arm in there, that 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 could really be a blowout. Yeah, that's a good point. I I forgot that Mahomes was really really utilizing that game. That was it was all it was Ceh's come out party really. Yeah, right. I forgot about that. That's right. It was effective running game. <laughs> where where was that at? You know yeah. where where we did at? Where we been at? <laughs> we just had to show we can run it. That's all. We, we that I, was I, it. I, that one game. <laughs> Put it back on the shelf. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, guys, that does it for our New Year's Eve episode. Uh, We'll see you next week where we discuss the playoff matchups and what the Chiefs should hope for going into the second round of the playoffs. If anyone in Chiefs Kingdom has any Chief concerns for these guys, please tweet at us at Chief and please subscribe and follow Chief Concerns on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I hope everyone out there in uh, Chief Concerns world has a very happy new year. Um, And guys, I hope you have an amazing new year with your families. And um, and I want to say this, it's been a great end of the 2020 to the last 10 weeks doing this show with you guys. been amazing to talk football with you guys. It has, man. I appreciate it, Marcus. It's a good thing you put together. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it with you, E, and, and Marcus, man. Y'all, y'all solid guys, man. I, I love just having a conversation, man. But this this thing has been working, man. Good chemistry with everything, man. Seriously. Right. Uh, Happy New Year's, you fellas, man. Happy New Year's, brother. Many right. blessings. Many blessings. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.